When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ow, got chest pain. I took a deep breath and I heard I'm so you don't fragile. Know, you don't know the effort Sam puts into that little whisper intro. <laughs> does. It's like I have to like hyperventilate to get like my my blood oxygenated, yeah. like really like high. It's like what people do when they do deep dives. Yeah. <laughs> don't. What we're trying to say is don't try it at home. <sighs> he's it's just uh, there's a vein in his head. He's all red faced. There's <laughs> drenched in sweat. Ooh, blood's pouring out of yeah. him. <laughs> Guys. Welcome back to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you can put your moist little ears yes. into. Welcome back. You I made fe- it. I feel like we do this a lot now. What? Between with the Patreon and the bonus episodes. <laughs> yeah. And then we've been like doubling down on some of the bonus episodes recently. Uh-huh. We've been, yeah. uh, guys, get ready because we have a bunch of really awesome, actually like we have some awesome interviews, yeah. uh, episodes coming out for the Patreon. And it's some of the most genuine conversation I've had in I feel like a long time at least yeah. with people I don't know too much yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't want to spoil it yet but maybe we have <laughs> a few <laughs> actors or nerdy people in the nerd realm yeah that's going to be coming up uh, real soon because now we've done the superhero shows if mm. you've been like hey, hey what are your thoughts on the finales Right here on bonus episode, we had Jason Inman on. Mm-hmm. Um, so go to patreon.com slash only stupid answers. answers. We're gonna touch on the flash finale a little bit, a little bit. later in the episode. Mm-hmm. No, not right now, not too much because we want to make sure the Patreon stays special. But, anyways, let's do some business up front before we get into the good stuff. You can find all the information about this podcast at only stupid answers.com. You can find all of our social, uh, which includes our Twitter. It's only stupid answers. Take out the vowels from stupid. There you go. Also, our Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash only stupid answers. Um, what are we? Oh, Facebook and Instagram at only All stupid answers. Stuff. And then if you were like, hey, even, <laughs> even though you're listening to it, you're like, hey, what are other places I can listen to it? OnlyStupidAnswers.com has all of that information. Everything. Spotify, Stitcher, all that jazz. iTunes. because iTunes. And we really like iTunes because <gasps> people uh, rate and review us there. Five stars. Yes. We love it when they do that. And we like to read a few of those reviews at the top of each episode. My nose is itchy as fuck. Well, while you're scratching, I'm going to read the first iTunes review that we have here today. Mm-hmm. His, your nose is itchy. His ears are soaked. He says, my ears are soaked. <laughs> Maddie C, boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, these fantastical boys keep filling my ears with their goopy nerd knowledge <laughs> and make me giggle on my drive to high school. And yes, I get weird looks for it. Hey, look at you driving into high school. Look at you. Yeah. Listen, get your, goopy, get your goopy info right before you go into school. All right. We got another one here from uh, Josh12646. Best podcast I can get my hands on. It's you can get your ears. Yeah. I don't, don't need to correct it. Sorry. He said, I recommend this podcast to all my friends who are into comics. 10, 10, heckin' great. And I'm glad. Love. I love that you, you censored heckin'. heckin'. And I'd like to clarify, I said Maddie C was a boy because they say boy in their thing mm-hmm. but i don't know that that's the case no, so no, just no. maddie we appreciate it's you. a boy and right yeah. and josh we also appreciate you and we appreciate all you moist little ears out there yes. i think dj a few episodes back we finally uh picked a name yes uh for the people that listen to this yeah the moist little ears they're the moist little ears and we're the boy we're the boy people also audio boom the the beautiful people over at audio boom that help us out yes uh with ads and such and distribution uh they like to tweet out our podcast every once yeah. in a while and they said oh check out the boy people dj and sam 
time and it's like i love you audio boom thank you for yeah. <laughs> thank you for getting in on the joke i'm yeah. pretty sure you just read an old tweet and yeah, you yeah. are like okay so this is what they're doing uh-huh. now got it uh-huh. all right top of the episode yes. we want to talk about what we've been into this week yes. and this is a fun segment because we actually get to hear from you guys because i go to reddit.com slash r slash only stupid answers you guys make an awesome thread and usually we read this at the end of the episode or our reviews go crazy and we sometimes don't have time to get to yes. it but we want to hop back into yeah, talking about this also uh, spoiler warning this episode we're trying something new but we'll get yeah, to it soon yeah I'm excited about we'll that get to yeah, new. we're gonna get to it soon mm-hmm. so DJ well, what are you into um, what am I into I feel like I didn't get to do a lot of things the this fucking week. week disappeared yeah it just <laughs> vanished um, the finales the superhero finales were uh, pretty much across the board solid yeah uh, so so check out our bonus episode for that mm-hmm. uh, Better Call Saul has been amazing amazing so good mm-hmm. uh, it's just a, I'm, I'm starting to wonder and I feel like I'm going to get shit for this I might overall enjoy it more than Breaking Bad <gasps> like it might have like swung me over to because there, there, there are parts of it that I think it does legitimately better mm-hmm but it's been a while since I've seen Breaking Bad. Maybe so, rewatch maybe, it before maybe. like the next season or at the end of this season. Yeah, or something. I've been wanting to go back and rewatch because I mean, why not? It's a great show. It is. Um, what else? iZombie. We don't talk about iZombie. iZombie's been really great this season. It's not surprising anybody. No, you love it. Yeah, it's a really great show. And then I finally watched last week's Doctor Who. Oh, you did? What you yeah, think? Yeah, with, with uh, Veritas, right? Veritas. I thought I, really, I really liked it. I, and also, there, the without getting into spoilers for that show, if people are like having a while to catch up, there's the scene with Bill and Nardal. And yeah, I like Nardal. Na- Nardal. I like Nardal. his function within this group. Yeah, yeah, he's not a companion. He's more just like he's there to kind of just make shit move forward. Yeah, and it's just, I love it. And I like he has this one line where he makes himself sound like a badass. Yeah, and Matt Lucas is so such a good actor and yeah. a comedian that I loved it. Also, they deal with this really big idea where I'm like. Are we about to like fucking break this the, show right the, now? <laughs> the twist ending and the way they resolve it. What the twist was fine. Mm-hmm. The way they resolve the twist within mm-hmm. the plot was amazing. Yes, was so interesting. And then uh, uh, a character return that's one of my favorite characters on the show, mm-hmm. and I liked that. Anything involving that. Um, and since you said not no spoilers, uh, the part I really want to talk about, we can't talk about. We'll talk about it off there. You can talk about it really quick. What do you want? Really to say? quick. So spoilers uh-huh. for those that have not caught up. Come back in a couple minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, Missy's back, mm-hmm. and th- that whole scene where he's supposed to execute her, and the whole setup of this race that's just all about killing people. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's like an uh, art. <laughs> yeah. Um, it reminded me because because we know we're getting John Sim back as mm-hmm. a version of the Master, and it's like. I prefer Missy to John Sims, the master. I don't really, and it's not him. He's great. The stories around his version of the master weren't my favorite. Are so wacky. Yeah, they're kind of, yeah, wacky's a good version of it. And I like Missy's more, Missy captures more about what I liked about the master growing up. Mm -hmm. And so it's one of those like, maybe we could just stay missing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited to see both of them because I think that's a new thing. As long as they're, I am hoping they are together. Like, mm-hmm. we get a master team up. Oh, no, like, we definitely... Oh, we definitely gonna. And I like the... I, I like the... I like that they committed to... Uh, that re- that That is the master in there. Uh-huh. And also... But again, since we're in spoilers, the reveal that this whole episode took place in a simulation and that even in the simulation the doctor's like aha i'm gonna save the day by letting the real doctor know i'm like that's amazing yeah no it is that's perfect and also like just the number bit where i was like oh what the fuck is happening right yeah. now um it was really it was 
very, I think it was a very fun idea. It was very Moffat. It was, yeah. very, it was like a big, heady idea. I, you know what? Every time we talk to a hardcore doc, we just met one on a shoot we were on. Like yeah. hardcore Doctor Who fan, they always shit on Moffat's run, and I love it. Yeah. Like, again, Matt Smith season two. Mm, That's but, the one where like time breaks at the end of it. Uh, right? Yeah, and then we start getting like River Song as Amy's mom, Amy's River Song's mom, and all that stuff. Like, yeah. well, okay, that maybe not. But like uh-huh. all of Capaldi's run, I think, is uniformly great. I loved his first season. Um, season I'm, two, and then, I really liked, and then season one of of the, the season one of the eleventh Doctor Moffat's first season, I pretty much love all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, but but and I also think that's a great way to set up the. I thought they were going to resolve at the end of the episode, but it seems like it's going to be the setup for the finale. You need and a two parter every season, and I. But I think that's a great. It, it looks like it's a way to set up the big bad of the season mm. all for it very cool i uh, really enjoyed doctor who as well i think i'm going to start rewatching orphan black that's the stuff i'm into yeah, this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. i my uh tatiana maslani popped up on parks and rec and my family watched parks and rec uh-huh. and i was visiting and then i was like oh you you don't know i'm like in love with her and then like because she's amazing on orphan black and they're like oh yeah we need to watch that show it means that no one's gonna watch no. it you, you gotta learn these things kids yeah. when you recommend stuff and people say that they're not gonna watch it yeah but i'm like ever. i'm like okay i have to show you at least the first episode because it's one of the craziest pilots yeah. ever there's yeah. so much shit that happens and i watched it again and i'm like i forgot everything that happens in this mm-hmm. like the switch that they do with uh beth and sarah and i'm like yeah i'm like this is I, and I forgot how much I love Felix. And he is great. And yeah. it is tough because he was. And I think that was my one of my biggest problems with season four is they sidelined Felix and um, the Russian uh, Helena. He's and they're, they're, they're my favorites. Yeah. They're my favorites. And also, I forgot how much I love Vic, who I heard was in Better Call Saul. Uh, he was the, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. boyfriend. The boyfriend, yeah. He yeah. plays Nacho in Better Call Saul, and he's, he's great. He's so funny. And he's getting funny. big stuff to do in Better Call Saul. Very cool. He's yeah. a, an amazing actor. But in terms of comics, mm. I've been reading. I picked up uh, uh, Christopher Priest's uh, Volume 1 of Deathstroke. Uh-huh. Wow, it's real good. Like, yeah, and, Christopher Priest is one of the greats. And he picks a bunch of weird characters to, like play around with Deathstroke like he takes Clock King with clock powers and like nice. and he wears a suit that's just all clocks and it's like and it's Classic. not like a suit it's just like a, it's like a onesie with clocks printed on it and it's nice. like I really like this and like it's just really cool and there's like a whole like um, government conspiracy with like uh, like a like a war that's happening in Africa, and it's like it's pretty in, in depth, and you also get a view of how much of a piece of shit Slade Wilson is, like yeah. to his like kids and um to his wife, and you're like, I don't like you, like I yeah. don't like you, but man, this story is so well made that I'm excited to like get more into it. That's cool. Um, let me see. Did anything else big uh, happen? Are you kind of catching up that because of the crossover that's happening between the Titans books? Yes. I, I read, because um, that that crossover is kind of all over the place. Um, is it? Uh, yeah. The Deathstroke ep- issue was the best one because I picked that one up because mm-hmm. I need the I need the full story. Yeah. And then I just love the way the layout of the book is because he kind of breaks them up into chunks. And I love there's a, there's like, basically there's chapters within book in, within each uh, issue. Cool. And that there's one that was labeled Wheelins. It was W H E E L O N. And I was like, what the hell's a Wheelin? And it usually refers to something that's going to happen in that little chapter. Mm-hmm. It's a guy with an accent saying, oh, we're the Wheelins. We're the villains. And it's nice. like, and it's like, oh, that's really cool. Um, also, I read Venom and it was a kind of a fun issue. Let me see. Anything else that was really big? No. Um, no, that's boring. It's, that's boring as fuck. Uh, <laughs> Anything else? You're like, why did I read that? That's real yeah, bad. That's real bad. Uh, really like Batman Beyond. 
I really cool. like. I really like dealing with the League of Assassins and uh, Raish Al Ghul. Yeah, and there's a chance this Raish is somebody else. <gasps> and uh, and then uh, what was the name? There was a they introduced a League of Assassins character in the cartoon. Karari. Yeah, yeah, Karari. She there. part of it. Cool. Yeah, yeah, she was the one who like got his attention, and also. Uh, he has this suit that's like it's like a new suit like you can see i'll show you the cover really quick there, yeah, 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 down yeah. there and um it's like a prototype that bruce made that he didn't realize there's an ai inside of it that the directive is to win and it will make you win no matter what even if you're like wow. your bones are breaking and like you you like technically like you shouldn't actually be breathing the the suit will make you keep going and um and it will scary. T- it turns off your pain receptor so you can't tell that like you're actually in a lot of pain so like he said he took on the uh oh Bruce told a story where he took on a family of Banes and he like that they're not around anymore maybe they'll come up in later issues and like three of his vertebrae were broken most of his ribs were broken uh, his ankle was broken but the suit kept going and he didn't know and then finally when he got home the only way he got the suit off was because there was a tear in it so he ripped it off from there but he's like no I that's when I stopped being Batman because I I couldn't anymore I physically couldn't go anymore interesting yeah it's not as cool as how he's why he stops him though cartoon uh, probably yeah. but uh maybe there's another reason but i really like it also i'm trying out my comiXology unlimited because you guys <gasps> asked me about it so i got mighty thor from all new all different volume one god that's a good book like i know it got mm-hmm. nominated for some stuff yeah it's really well written cool it's also very violent um and my life has a weapon of hawkeye and i have batman incorporated or batman Ooh, wait yeah. grant Morrison. this is what it's called right when he goes Gr- around mm-hmm. yeah and i read the the japan he made the japan yeah um Batman and he's gonna go to Argentina, which is Batman. fun because he incorporates the villain in that. Is it Mister Death, Lord or Lord Death Man, Lord Death that's, Man? That's that's uh, part of the Batman manga that was in Japan. So that's a oh cool, yeah. that's awesome. Um, yeah, so that's what I've been into. But also, we like to read what you guys have been into. So what are they into, uh-huh. Sam? All right, so uh, I have uh, Bose Perkovic. I think I've read uh, from you before. Red Injustice again over two three-hour flights if anyone hasn't read the injustice comics do yourself a favor and get them great world building and storytelling all around year three is my favorite it's mm-hmm. magic you get constantine and batman team you have to take on superman cool you get spoilers but there's a scene where you get jason blood for a second and then he gets obliterated by the specter <laughs> like oh obl- it's like ooh, and also you get one of the best jokes where constantine needs the best detective in the world so who does he go to in the dc world detective champ yes he yeah. does and he gets him and then uh he's chaz is that his driver okay oh yeah, uh, that's constantine's driver yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. they're in the taxi and constantine and chaz are sitting in the front and constantine like leans over to chaz and he says look in the back seat and batman and detective chimp are sitting next to each other and yeah. they start laughing at him because yeah. it looks so fucking stupid yeah and it's such good writing. It's in year three, and I I'm Tom Taylor. A he's a he's a boss. Mm-hmm. Let me see what else we got here. Robert underscore Sun. I just got the first volume of Paper Girls from my local comic book shop. And I just discovered the game Path of Exile, which is like the spiritual successor to Diablo two. Cool. And also, I'll probably go see King Arthur sometime this week. I might as well. And Miss Ander Fulcrum commented to that King Arthur is so much fun. Go see for sure. Yeah. I'm sorry we didn't go see King <laughs> Arthur. You know, I'm okay with it now because uh-huh. we dodged a bullet. We almost saw Baywatch for this episode and then we had a better idea we did yeah. we're, gonna, we're about to get to it yeah. but I think we want to talk about one quick Real thing quick uh, you know what I love to do 
What do you love to do? Thank you. I love to. <laughs> right. I, I love to shave, and I love to. I actually really no, no, love, no. You don't love to shave. You no. love specifically to shave with Dollar, Dollar Shave, shave Club. Club. Yeah. I do because it's so. It's so. I, I I did it this week, by the way. I yeah. used their. Uh, what do they call it? Their Doctor Carver's shave butter. Yes, and it's so good. It smells so good, and it's like <laughs> this like minty. You rub it on your face, and you can see where all the little hairs are. You're like, what? Oh, isn't gonna get those? Uh huh. And then you're good to go. Yeah. And their razors are so smooth. But anyways, we want to talk about, for just a second, we want to talk about our friends over at Dollar Shave Club. You can get Dollar Shave Club at a great price, conveniently delivered right to your door. This is a delivery system, system of razors <gasps> and shave butter right to your door on a monthly basis. And you're going to be saving some major coin. Yeah. If you sign up with us, uh, it's an awesome life hack and a no-brainer brainer choice. You no longer have to schlep to the store to buy cheap disposable razors that give you a cheap shave or spend Which a is fortune. A it is, and I've had to do that in emergencies where you buy the like the one razor blade, yeah. and you're like, "This is mainly just plastic, and yeah. this really hurts." Or you can, you know, spend a fortune on razors with gimmicky shaving tech that you don't need because you don't need all those like weird balls no. and like angles that you need. Just get a get a quality razor. That's exactly. all you need. Um, and you can use our dollar shave. <laughs> Executive Razor with their Dr. Carver's Shea Butter. The blade just gently glides, giving such a smooth shave. So, for a limited time, new members get their first month of Executive Razor, of the Executive Razor, with a tube of their Dr. Carver's Shea Butter for only $5 with free shipping. Wait, 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 you said $5 with free shipping? Uh huh. And after that, razors are just a few bucks a month. That's a $15 value for only five bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, in your first month, first month box, you get an awesome weighty handle, a full Cassette of four cartridges and a tube of the shave butter, which Sam has already said is amazing. It's amazing. It smells so good. And uh, there are no hidden fees mm-hmm. and no commitments. Cancel anytime you like. You can only get this offer exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash stupid. We love it. We love uh, it. Really quick, though, after your first month, replacement cartridges just ship automatically at a regular price. And if you ever want to, just like stop this. You can't. It's easy. Yeah. They, they're very intuitive and they're responsive and they're an awesome brand and I love them. They love you. You're going to love them. We love them. Really quick, one more time, let's say that link for the kids at home. He's dollarshaveclub.com slash stupid. One more time for fun. <laughs> dollarshaveclub.com slash stupid you just trying to sneak in the musical I'm trying we're going to turn into a little duo <laughs> uh, very cool alright DJ yes we were, t- we, 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 we were talking and we were like we, we, we want to we wanna try out we want to try, try out some, some new stuff so I was I was um uh, I've been playing around with the idea of I got I watch we watch movies right what and I look at them I'm like hey what would happen if you changed this one element like or just just changed a couple elements what just, if you did change everything <laughs> exactly what if you changed a few things and I was talking to you about it and you really dug the idea mm-hmm. and then you brought up I wanted to talk about Batman v Superman and you brought up we could speculate speculate about Flash season four and maybe maybe play around with season three changes if we want if we wanted to as mm-hmm. well so so we're gonna try a what if like remember those old what if comics uh-huh. of like hey what if the venom spider-man kept the venom symbiote uh-huh. you know what i mean like stuff like that what if wolverine killed all the x-men you know the fun uh, ones the fun <laughs> exactly those were fun options what uh-huh. if conan the barbarian came to present day mm-hmm. let's call um, let's call this segment what if? What if? With the boy people. With the, what with, if? With, with the, the boy, boy people. people. There it is. So um, we're going to talk about uh, alternate scenarios for Batman v Superman. Because you have a really good pitch. So I just want people to get an idea of like, this is what we're getting into. This, yeah, these are this, the fun ideas we're going to play yeah, around And with. then we're going to play around with Flash. Talk uh-huh. about Flash some because we don't want to talk about Flash because we don't what, what the hell are they going to do for season four. Ooh, anyway. Not a damn clue. But also, guys, just know right off the bat, we're not film writers. We're not good. We're not. We're, well, I mean. Well, we want to be. But we're not. As of right now, we're not. 
like we're just we're playing around with fun ideas. Exactly. So this so, is not us, especially with Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. I know some people gave that a lot of heat. I actually, re, especially rewatching the director's edition, I enjoy it mm-hmm. uh, probably more than most people. <laughs> um, but uh, so it's not us saying like we can do it better. That's not what this is. No, no, no. It's more of just like, do you think this could have gone smoother and had opened the door to a lot more opportunities if we did it this way? Maybe. Maybe. Or also, just how would it have changed if you changed elements? How would it have changed? Because that's the interesting thing about, like, when I'm trying to write something and I'm writing a treatment, it's funny how one small change cascades and changes a lot. Mm-hmm. So, what, tell us your little changes to Batman v. Superman, Batman v. Superman, because last night when I was getting into my car, you were not, was that last night? Two nights ago? Two nights ago. God damn it, yeah. these days are blending together. <laughs> uh, no, you, you told me your pitch, and I was like, oh, shit, I really like that. Well, I had a couple ideas, mm-hmm. and because I, I had one that was pretty close to the movie, and then one that would change... A lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> the one that's pretty close to the movie is um, I was wondering what if, what if instead of Doomsday, mm-hmm. what if um, Lux Luthor took the the guy in the wheelchair, Scoot McNary, mm-hmm. and and altered him so he was actually a parasite. He was like Rudy Jones, mm-hmm. and he became parasite. So when Superman went into the um, what is Senate? What is the, it? It was like a Senate hearing. Yeah, 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 the hearing. And he goes to like shake that guy's hand and like apologize. He just sucks up all, all of Superman's solar energy, becomes a giant purple monster. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the news runs with it because they don't know what happened. They're like, hey, if Superman touches you, do you become a monster? Like, what's happening? <laughs> and so, instead of the explosion, he tears that up. And so, um, Parasite keeps sucking up power. And that's kind of the final. That's the kind of final, yeah. The kind of the final final showdown, and that doesn't really change a lot. Although it would be weird if Parasite ends up killing Superman as opposed to Doomsday. Uh-huh. I think it. I liked it because when you said that, it makes sense why Batman and Superman can go toe to toe. Because usually it's like a twenty four hour recharge cycle for Superman, yeah, yeah, yeah. so he can fight again. But if Bruce walked in there and wanted to take him on, you would still have some of the strength of Superman. Yeah, but you, not he's, none of the fighting. He's a little bit. Yeah, I was also thinking, what if? What if? For Lex Luthor, because we there's a lot of like kind of heady. I, one of the things I appreciate about that movie is they really like swing for the rafters as far as like trying to be headier about why people do things, mm-hmm. and, and people debate of whether that worked or not. But I liked the intent. Mm-hmm. Um, what if to like make it a little bit more relatable with Lex? Uh, did you ever see Skyfall? No. Do you mind if I spoil a part of Skyfall? Skyfall, uh, spoil all of Skyfall okay. for me. Uh, Javier Bardem is the bad guy, yeah. and there's a scene, classic, every genre movie needs this, where you capture the bad guy, but oh wait, he has a plan. He wanted to be captured. Of course. But as he's explaining why he hates, um, um, what's it, what's the... the James Bond. No, why you, the agency he works for, I forget what the... MI6? The, yeah, MI6, why he hates MI6. He, like takes out the most of his jaw is prosthetic so he takes it out and his face droops and he was he was an agent and he took like one of those suicide capsules and it just melt it didn't kill him it just melted the inside of his body and so he was alive Uh and nobody came to help him and so fuck him and i was like what if lex is jesse eisenberg right Mm -hmm. and then he's like why do you hate superman and he starts talking about the the discovered when they discovered superman was around when he took on black the black zero event yeah Oh, that's and he the re- name they called it. Yeah, and yeah. He, and he's like, uh, he's like, I didn't, I look fine. I didn't come out fine. And he takes out part of his jaw and he takes off his hair, mm-hmm. and he so he's the bald, like weird looking Lex Luthor that we've seen in some versions of the comics, and he's just put on a facade to look normal. And you're like, oh, you got fucked up. Ooh, <laughs> you, you know got- what? You know what'd be kind of fun if you like if you kind of added like a cancer element to it because obviously when buildings fall, there's like asbestos and there's a lot of other yeah, like radiation. Yeah. Also phantom zone all the like the ships whatever the hell is going that yeah. plays into my 
bigger pitch uh-huh. that we'll get to in a minute. But like you could have a really fun idea that like now he's dying yeah, and like yeah, yeah. or he's using a lot of his money to keep himself alive so yeah he's bald and he's wearing this wig because it's kind of like he used to look this way he's trying to look like even youth and more playful and also you could get a fun i you can get a fun moment if you were to like lift up his shirt and you get some of like the mech like mech suit uh-huh. kind of like running some of his organs like maybe something is like messed up and you could also make it to where part of the reason that really struck him is growing up in the environment he did he was untouchable yeah and so that was his moment that like and it's kind of a similar thing to the, what batman's dealing with like i'm not top of the heap anymore like i'm not the apex predator like it's so lex is like i was it mm-hmm. and now i'm not you know what i mean and 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 he had to learn in a very challenging way like physically he's debilitated you'd be pissed too yeah the other thing i thought another what if, what if instead of oh also sorry really quick yeah, before go you for that, it. it'd be really fun because um it doesn't it makes him relatable because you're like again he's untu- yeah. he was untouchable and now he's now he's really fucked up because of superman but at the same time yeah. superman didn't try to do exactly. that exactly um it was his first fight he fucked up bad yeah. and like now he tries to be better about yeah. it like they evacuated everyone to this weird island where there's no people there and they fought doomsday <laughs> there um but it also just doesn't justify everything lex does but at the same time he's like i have to i have to find the vo- your vulnerability yeah, i have yeah, to yeah. like there's i no- have to prove to myself that you're vulnerable yeah too. that i can get to you the way you got to I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. So here's here's but another. That's not the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's not the movie. But here's another what if. Uh-huh. What if instead of flashing back at the beginning to um, Batman's origin, which we've everybody, there's not a person on the planet that you could go to a tribe in, deep in the Amazon that has not been exposed to he, other human life. And yeah, they're watching like, Mask of Zorro. Yeah, yeah, and, they're, and they're like, yeah, he's, yeah, he goes to see a movie. His parents uh-huh. get shot. He becomes Batman. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you get you get it. <laughs> um, so what if we flash back to when Batman was his his last mission is Batman. I think that would be better. Robin is dead. Uh-huh. Robin was killed by Joker, but he's still trying to carry on. And what I would do is since um, uh, since this is all like like a mixtape of like the greatest hits of Superman and Batman, you know, you got Death of Superman, you got uh, Dark Knight Returns. You take it. Have you read Dark Knight Returns? No, and I, I know I should because it's like it's everyone it's, talks about it. It does not, from in my opinion, it does not hold up as well as Watchmen does. Mm-hmm. Like Watchmen is still like, yeah, blows your mind. Dark Knight Returns is like. You're a little dated. Um, uh, <laughs> but the first issue, he Harvey Dent, they, they found a surgery to fix Harvey Dent. So his, his face is fine. Mm-hmm. The problem is his face becomes whole, it, looking good. But his psyche, psyche becomes all two-faced, all the bad part. That's an oops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it'd be interesting if you have that, that's his last mission is taking on two-faced. And then you hire like a Matt Bomer, somebody who would... In other in another reality, play Superman. Yeah. So somebody that looks perfect should be perfect. Is somebody somebody Bruce Wayne trusted? Somebody Batman trusted that betrayed him, mm-hmm. and it goes bad. And and Batman doesn't necessarily kill Two Face, but maybe Two Face kills himself, mm-hmm. and he fails. And so after the death of Robin, after this, he's done. He's just done. And then you flash forward to the Black Zero, and so that's why he doesn't trust Superman. This is somebody that looks perfect. This is somebody that the world trusts, but Batman no. And so when he says like, we know how much when he's talking to Alfred, and he's like, we know how people can betray us we know how far trust goes we have an example we were like oh like harvey dent yeah betrayed him you're like yeah i yeah i get that if you if you gave harvey dent and like maybe in that last mission harvey dent kills like a dozen people and you're like what you give that guy god level powers and you're asking me to trust him mm-hmm. i can't anymore and you also could have used like the scenes when they go to like the mansion that's abandoned now and like, yeah. all that other stuff it's why like, what happened yeah there? why yeah. yeah exactly it's like i know you're trying to make us like you're, you're assuming that yeah we've seen a batman movie before yeah. so if the mansion's abandoned that's not good yeah. but um 
kind of like come on man like just <laughs> maybe use the movie doing other things if he lives yeah. in the mansion that's okay like yeah. it's okay if he well they kind of did it in um dark knight rises where he lives in the mansion but he's kind of like a howard hughes like kept away nobody sees him anymore his hair is grown out and shit mm-hmm. that kind of a thing yeah um but you did have another pitch that i really well liked. here's the one it, it, this one complicates a lot this changes a good chunk of the movie mm-hmm. what if instead of lex Luthor being the bad guy it's Maxwell Lord. Now, give a quick overview of who Maxwell Lord is. Maxwell for who Lord, don't know. I want to say, was first introduced with Justice League International. He put together that team, and he was kind of like good but duplicitous. So he's a big businessman. So he put them together for like marketing reasons. Uh, he's 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 another classic. Like every millionaire in the DC universe is a good guy or bad guy. Like that's how that. They're, but they're involved. They're, they're they have got skin in the game. They're yeah. not just like <laughs> I'm good with my money. I don't need to involve myself in the superhero shit. Mm-hmm. And so he's he's mostly a good guy but not really super trustworthy and then in infinity crisis he straight up becomes a super villain he gets psychic powers which i don't know if he it's he got it then or if he had him the whole time he, he had him or maybe he got him at some point in justice league international but he kills ted cord's blue beetle makes actually makes blue him blue kill himself that's that was rough if, you, yeah. if you've read that first in, infinity crisis one shot that is tough mm-hmm. um uh and then causes a whole bunch of shit with omac and oh man, that's the answer. I oh just, the, I think I just answered my big problem with if he was the bad guy. But anyway, uh-huh. um, and he mind controls Superman and basically forces Wonder Woman to kill him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which causes a big rift. Yeah, rift between that. It's Countdown to Infinite Crisis. That's where he kills um, Blue Tick Beetle. Quarter. Yeah. Um, and so taking that, and he's also uh, a primary antagonist in Justice League versus Suicide Squad. Yes, he is. Yeah. That's how you brought him into yeah, yeah, New yeah. Fifty Two. Yeah. So. Or kind of. Yeah. So what if? Mm-hmm. We're, we're making our own what if universe, right? So we've started. We've now started the movie with Batman's last mission. Fast forward to the Black Zero event. The person he saves from the rubble, Scoot McNary's character gets blown up. Now is not Scoot McNary's character. It's Max. Mm-hmm. It's just he's maybe a soldier that was because remember the military was trying to help take down the Black Zero yeah, while yeah. Superman was doing his thing. So he's military. Spine cord severed, so his legs don't work anymore. He's in a wheelchair. But him and Bruce, Bruce saves him. He, Bruce, invests money into helping him. This guy becomes a political activist. This guy is saying, hey, I don't hate Superman. I'm just seeing there, need, seeing there needs to be oversight. And as the movie progresses, we, we realize like Bruce has invested a lot into him and he hangs out with him. And what we find out is due to comic book shenanigans because of Phantom Zone power, Kryptonian shit, all that or stuff. Or maybe like a medical procedure trying to get his legs back, back and he gets Star Labs powers. You, he, he, gets, he, he, he develops abilities. Mm-hmm. So he loses the use of his legs, but he develops these psychic abilities and he psychically, because that's something they, they explored a lot in Justice League versus Suicide Squad where he doesn't he doesn't force you to do stuff. He just brings out your worst. Imp- he, he can, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He can motivate you. Yeah. He kind of pushes you. And motivates the worst part of you. And yeah. so he takes that insecurity in Batman and he's psychic now and so he knows Bruce Wayne's Batman and mm-hmm. he just keeps like poking at that insecurity psychically until Batman gets to be kind of the Batman we saw where it's like you're going a little over the top there Bruce yeah. <laughs> like, and then um, and so he's the one that kind of motivates the battle between Batman v Superman to get his goal now what's his goal right mm-hmm. I'm thinking it'd be easy to say like the classic Les Luthor like I hate that you're here I hate that but this guy lives in a world with Batman. He lives in a world with Superman. What if his thought is like, I don't think you guys go far enough. Mm-hmm. 
we have this world of suffering. You could fix all of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put myself in charge. I'm going to become king of the world, basically. And I'm going to fix everything. I'm Classic. going to do what you guys should be doing and fix everything. Like, mm-hmm. Batman, why don't you kill? If you killed, Joker wouldn't have done all this stuff. Like, Superman, if you murdered Zod earlier... Like, like, and maybe, and maybe that's a good way to to kind of like get some story mileage out of him killing Zod. Like, maybe Superman really regrets that. Yeah, and and he's like, no, you saved us all. That's what saved the day. Why don't you kill now? Why don't you go to Russia and kill Putin? Why don't you kill? Like, why don't you kill all these dictators and all these evil people? Mm-hmm. Like you did Zod. And Superman's like, no, I hate that. Where and also, where do you stop? There's like, there's no. Yeah, yeah. that's why like, don't you just? Which is basically the concept of injustice. Once he started down that road, mm-hmm. you, it, you don't know when to stop. Yeah, and it becomes. It becomes a big problem. There's two games and a whole comic about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, I so, I appreciate that angle from Maxwell Lord. I also liked when you said that they come together in some way. That like, well, I was that was my big problem is how though, like what because obviously Maxwell well, Lord's not making Doomsday. Uh-huh. I think what could be really fun is if you use the evil scientist trying to fix his legs or whatever and get psychic powers. Yeah. classic. That's a great one. Yeah, Fans yeah, yeah. love it. You could have someone in the next room in a similar scenario, and that's where you get Scoot Scooter. Yeah. McIntyre what, yeah, what's his Scoot name McNair. there you go yeah, yeah, yeah. you get like the parasite basically it's a super villain like uh, creation lab and that's how you actually introduce a lot of like you you could have actually used that as a way to introduce some of the metas that would be in Suicide Squad if, that's like, interesting yeah. well th- now there's another question so then if, if we're saying maybe uh, in fixing him he gets the psychic powers do we introduce Lex Luthor in this movie even though, see, Maxwell Lord in this scenario is not a billionaire. He's a soldier that has made himself like a political figure. Because mm-hmm. I thought that, you know, we know we know that we're going to get Lex Luthor at some point. We can't have a bunch of billionaires three movies in. Would it, would that scientist be like, could, could we introduce Lex Luthor into this version of the story? You could, maybe at the end as a tease. But I think the way, I, I know Maxwell Lord has been the leader of like Checkmate and a bunch of other like organizations. Yeah. You could have him as a soldier in that. Like he has, he has control over this entire organization that goes out and like tries to fix the world. And then he sees these two and it's like, why? But here's a point. It's like, why don't you go farther? Why don't you go so, and actually do the things that we can't do because we have borders and we have laws and everything? It's like, no, you two can actually surpass them fix everything yeah so how about this uh-huh. how about maxwell lord is at the black zero event as part of a special ops checkmate team mm-hmm. he he uh his boss is amanda waller amanda wall but they don't know he has like nobody knows he has these psychic powers mm-hmm. and so amanda wall they're the ones that fix him or, or maybe or maybe she does maybe they tried to give soldiers powers because fuck superman yeah. <laughs> uh, and um and so they did but she thinks they control him mm-hmm. and he's like no 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 mm-hmm. and maybe they've been working on because in justice league unlimited they create doomsday as like an anti-superman so maybe he unleashes maybe they're working on a backup anti-superman plan maxwell lord tears shit up releases doomsday mm-hmm. and maybe that's what causes amanda waller to be like oh shit that was a bad idea suicide suicide squad's a better idea yeah don't make our own like let's, let's just let's use what we some, have we've, we've got these people locked away mm-hmm. and they're not quite as unstoppable that besides I would, enchantress that's besides, a different well that's movie. the thing yeah. actually i do have a, a lot of what if scenarios for suicide squad so if you guys like this format yeah we can maybe come back that. the other thing though you could do is that i realized just in talking about maybe omac maybe maybe the big we have to come together to stop maybe he has connections to the 
OMAC program. And Brother and Eye. He, Brother Eye, and he unleashes that in the final act, and Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman have to work together to stop that. And when you say he, you mean Maxwell Lord. Maxwell yeah. Lord. So and the other thing I like about Oh, Mac- that could be a good way, because if he is like a government like a government stooge or someone running like a black ops site, yeah. kind of like Argus or Checkmate or whatever million uh, organizations you want to yeah. pick from DC, um, OMAC could be the response to... Brother Eye could be a response to Superman. It's like, Superman. No, you can't. Like, if you want to try to be everywhere, we're going to try to be everywhere, too. And Brother yeah. Eye, if you guys don't know, it's like a satellite AI program that just monitors crime everywhere yeah. and usually sends out OMAC drones to take yeah. care of and it. And they're like super soldier drones mm-hmm. that, like, I, I know, they like, take, take over a human body. Yeah. In Infinite Crisis, that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. And that, sh- I read that book. That book's all over the place. I would love, I would love, um, and then what I would love is the reveal, when his big reveal to Bruce Wayne that he's known the whole time and he's been controlling Bruce Wayne he gets up out of the wheelchair mm-hmm. and you realize it's been a psychic suggestion that his legs don't work like when he went to the doctors he suggested to them that no his back's still suffered it doesn't work mm-hmm. and he's been fine Yeah, he's fine and then uh, it also explains because one of the things that complaints that come up with Batman v Superman is like how is like, and this is common this is common of Prometheus and Arrow this is common of a lot of supervillains like how are you always 50 steps ahead and you could have Maxwell Lord say a, a line like it's so much easier to think ahead of somebody when you know what they're thinking uh-huh. and he explains to like Batman you're the greatest detective in the world you're one of the best minds in the world but I'm in your head so so am I like, yeah. <laughs> like I know what you're thinking you uh-huh. know and, and it's like that's scary yeah and also the idea of just suggesting the like not just kind of pushing the worst of each other it would be a better story it would be a good piece of story to make them go at each other's throat. Exactly. And it also, I think, I think what would be a really cool example is both of these guys are trying to do it all alone. Mm-hmm. And the, the idea is a good exploration of what makes a hero. Because mm-hmm. Maxwell Lord's saying, you should do this. You should kill. You should do that. And it would force Batman and Superman into a situation like, wait, what actually makes us heroes? Mm-hmm. And they realize this is set up to Justice League. We're stronger together. Like we have flaws. Like Superman's not perfect. Like he he could in in their like final thing he reveals to him like, don't you get that I have a, all these insecurities too? Like I don't know what to do with this. And Batman has his flaws, and they realize they're stronger together. Team up with Wonder Woman. Stop Max. Okay, how about maybe I don't know how this is going to work. I can't figure it out in my brain right now. But as a way to break that, yeah, Wonder Woman's lasso. That could be a way of like yeah. kind of just like kind of clearing I their love slate, it. but also that I means love you have it. to spend a chunk of the movie explaining what does Wonder Woman do, and that could get that could get money. That, well, but again, if we're taking out, if if our, we're only focused on Maxwell, here's the other issue: what the fuck does Lois Lane do in this movie? She could be investigating. She could just be doing a report on Maxwell Lord, just like, and that's how Superman could get involved. So we know Bruce and Max. Bruce is invested in Max. They're kind of friends now. Lois is just supposed to do a normal puppies report on Max. But as she does digging, she's like, wait a second. Like, Mm -hmm. this gets super sketch super quick. Mm -hmm. And so maybe instead of uh, uh, investigating magic bullets, it's like the the connection to Checkmate. And she, oh, think about a great scene between Lois Lane and Amanda Waller. I'd love to see those two head to head. That would be really cool. And Um, the other thing I like about Max that I didn't say real quick mm -hmm. is it's he's neutral. He's not a Batman villain or Superman villain. He's kind of like a Justice League villain. Yeah. So it's just kind of like neutral territory. Even though Lex is obviously he's the classic one and everyone yes. knows it. And like also selling and the I movie. And I like Jesse Eisenberg's Lex. It, that, that, I do. That, I think I think in that universe mm-hmm. with everybody being so aggro and serious, mm-hmm. I think having a thinner, more mischievous Lex works. I think the pitch of maybe making him sick and that's why he's maybe overcompensating and kind of dealing yeah. with like a lot of psychological problems. Like I'd buy it more, but yeah. that's not what it is. So yeah. he's just being weird. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't like it that much. Um, but I was just thinking, what was um, Maxwell Lord? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. It'd be kind of fun at the end if you had 
like Lex Luthor coming in and kind of seeing what Max has done and like yeah. thinking that he can do better. <laughs> it would be interesting. Uh, I think this would be a good opportunity to have a couple tags at the end. One involving Lex that sets up a Man of Steel 2. Mm-hmm. And then maybe one. I think it'd be really cool. We obviously have some connective tissue to Suicide Squad in this pitch because Amanda Waller's around. But I thought it'd be cool, again, that mixtape idea. If you had Batman dealing with these issues of what does he do in a world with Superman, mm-hmm. taking the scene from Killing Joke where he visits Joker in a cell, and he visits Joker, and he's like, I'm going to have to kill you at some point. Like that whole conversation mm-hmm. where Batman's under coming to terms with his limits. and But you also have Joker realizing Batman's not... I, I had fun with Batman because Batman was the apex. Mm-hmm. And now Superman. Like I'm going to have to wow, I'm going to have to step up if I'm going to deal with people like Superman now, which would set up what I would, I think uh, my what-if scenario for Suicide Squad that if you like this, we'll get into that yeah. down the road. Also, that's kind of what Injustice is. That's like kind of the pitch of the yeah. beginning of Injustice. It's like, no, Batman got boring, so we're going to yeah. go ahead and try Superman because like, yeah. oh, he's got a wife and everything. Like, this is going to be fun. And then yeah. shit goes. Actually, in Injustice 2, there was a great line where like they start talking about Harley and they're like, Harley, this is your fault. Just so yeah. you know, like, even though she's like helping Batman, she was like, and kind of like talking to Superman, I think there's a point where and she was like, I was actually just kind of expecting you to save everybody. Like, I was kind of like, of course we were supposed to lose. Yeah. And then you Whoops. did. The, the, yeah, but you, did you, yeah. you did it too well. Yeah. Like, which I'm like, ah, damn it. Like, Whoops. that's fucked up. Because also, yeah. you're, you still, that's your fault. Yeah. But And it's Superman's fault too. But it's like, mm, that's just a kind of cool piece of psychology. Yeah. But anyways, that's some, those are some fun ideas yes. for Batman v Superman. Now we want to move over to Flash <gasps> uh, Season 4 and Season 3 talk. So yes. really quick quickie review just so you know you can find all of our thoughts and in-depth conversation about with jason Inman in de- it's a in long de- episode yeah, yeah so if you want some meat about yeah. some cw shows go check out our patreon five dollars to get you the, all the bonus episodes you'd yep. ever want um but anyways uh quickie review i think our favorite finale oh my favorite finale was arrow yours my, was? no mine is arrow too arrow? mine is arrow too it's uh-huh. just it's just did not it was not as high as the rest of the season for me but that is a high bar that is very yeah. high bar. so but for us it went like arrow best supergirl and then flash was and the, then kind of the lowest one flash was the lowest but legends if you count the legends one is like number two is number two so arrow legends supergirl legends the season but anyway uh-huh. but uh so we were talking and like we were like how could we maybe Im- tweak season yeah. three because season three i feel like was better than season two it yes. like it was it was clearer there's more there's like these are the stories it's yeah. not just multiverse and zoom mm. running around kind of sending people to kill you not really like yeah. it doesn't make a lot of sense and by the end of it you're like yeah you're right this doesn't actually make a lot of sense yeah. but when you get into time travel that's how shit happens so yeah, yeah. like um we wanted to kind of talk about like what could be some fun ways to play around with season three of flash that work with the elements we have maybe yeah. or just change them all together like a lot of people are like what if we stick in flashpoint a lot longer i know in our bonus episode jason brought that up and like yeah. i started to think about it more and i think you could have a really cool moment of him saying goodbye to the people that he meets in flashpoint yeah and that would actually propel meeting tracy brant in the in the real cool. world like where you kind of like what they did in um in agents of hydra where you kind of meet characters that exist in the real world but you haven't met them there yet mm-hmm. yeah. and like that could be him kind of trying to reestablish that or you could see him like if you want to stretch out iris's and barry's love a little bit more you yeah. could maybe sell it more by having them actually go on real dates as non-siblings yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in flashpoint because they don't know each other and also you could maybe have some moments where you see how close joe and barry could be or have them at odds and that way yeah. there's a the second half of the season you have time to actually like 
invest in like investigate this relationship also really explore maybe invest more in why flashpoint needs to go away yeah because it was more like oh joe's sad and also wally's not healing for some reason this whole thing needs to be resolved yeah. it's like wait what yeah, why yeah. is that i don't know if you very fucked up yeah. don't do that again because cisco's like way happier like a majority of the people are like way happier yeah, so. caitlin like never like lost two boyfriends yeah <laughs> or, or a husband that yeah. was that was a rough one yeah. uh she's just a dentist and she's happy yeah she still does surgery later and you're like what the fuck does that mean <laughs> come on Caitlin. uh yeah i would but i don't i'm not like those people that would say flashpoint like all season long like mm-hmm. i think it, maybe even just two episodes mm-hmm. it was one like maybe do two uh-huh you know and then you're good i think what could be really funny you have a moment where harry comes over from earth too and they're like whoa, whoa, whoa what was this room from they're yeah. like, did you change shit and like i would have loved if he came over during flashpoint and he's like okay that shit's would be real fucked up now yeah. and they have to like and then you get into a really interesting conversation about don't have Barry losing his memories like that I didn't I wasn't really sold on that as, yeah. a, as a reason for him to go and fix everything but have him like really explore like how selfish this decision was yeah. and Barry tries to it would be nice if Barry tried to say no your lives are better though like I yeah. kind of like how reverse flash in the end of season one where he's like your lives are way better off for me being here and it's yeah. like it's a really fucked up thing and then you get a moment where it's like shit Barry actually did something awful yeah I think there's some fun story things there. And also, um, I think Jason or somebody, maybe it was you, that played around with the idea like of what if the villain of the season was from Flashpoint? Someone that... Yeah, and you guys talked a little bit about the idea of maybe the alternate... Uh, Barry being the time remnant he made to stop Zoom. And I liked your guys' suggestion with that, even though I don't really... I kind of wish we just... I, I think it would be... Com- going off that, what if the time remnant evil Barry was one he fought Zoom but was not Savitar. He was Dr. Alchemy. He lost his speed powers but mm-hmm. he was able to bring people back from Flashpoint. Yeah. I, I, I wish we'd stuck with Dr. Alchemy. I'm always going to go back to that one. Fuck Savitar. I wish we stuck with Dr. Alchemy. And he could like do a lot of fun shit. Like he in the comics he just like doesn't he like play with the elements and like yeah. and what if he could like steal like take some classic flash powers like Barry runs at him to go punch him and he just takes the speed force away from Barry just sucks it out of him be really cool and so like and just, you know what I mean like stuff like that what do you think about this as okay. a way it's really Hit hard me. to relate with evil Barry it's yes. really hard to like understand him if I like the ideas if the time remnant the only one he ever made um, when he sacrificed himself for the multiverse, yeah. got thrown into the Speed Force or the multiverse, and in New Fifty Two Flash, um, there they introduced one of these like this character from the nineteen forties that got uh-huh. like sucked into the Speed Force and he was an air, air like a fighter pilot. Yeah, yeah, and he can just see all of Barry's life playing out in front of him all the time in the Speed Force because Barry created it. So yeah. like he can see everything he ever does. Yeah. Now what if Remnant Barry? that happens to him so he gets to see like okay i sacrificed myself but we're the same person so this is okay and then he sees barry make flashpoint and he's like what the fuck are you doing like we just did all of this and we just got all this back and yeah we lost our dad but like how could you do this and then he sees him reverse flashpoint and like he kind of just starts to lose his fucking mind because one he's isolated so he kind of like all, all he's doing is talking to himself and watching somebody watching someone live the life that's actually his yeah. so you and have he's, him and he's sitting there thinking like I wouldn't have made Flashpoint and I wouldn't have done yeah it would have made sense of why he's trapped too yeah. you don't need a prison it's just like he sacrificed himself got sucked into the multiverse and now he can just pop up every once in a while yeah. so basically he starts like you know what I can do this better and so you have him running back and forth through 
time and kind of creating like um, uh, like a the legend of Savitar, legend of whatever, yeah. and then finally when he shows up, he's like, "This is what I did. What did you do? You so, made Flashpoint, and you fucked up the entire universe." But if you did that, you'd also take out the killing Iris thing. What would you do with the killing Iris thing? Um, get rid of it entirely. Yeah. Like, yeah, I kind of like it gave Iris a lot of moments this season where she could like test her batteries as a character, yeah. and like also CW's. We talked about the CW's very bad at writing women. Yeah, uh, for the most part, like at least in well, these shows, the love interest, the love main, interest whoever's yeah. designated as the primary love interest, that is not female, so great. Because not even then. Think about J- uh, James, in James, Supergirl. True, but we, I was thinking, uh, I Zombie. Uh, made a yeah, major. but that's I, I. If we limit it to just the superhero CW shows, whoever is the designated love interest at the start of the show always gets short shrift. Like they always get shit on. Like <laughs> for true. like Laurel, James, mm-hmm. uh, Iris. Like it's always which I think is well. Even even um, Shara in Legends, mm-hmm. the hot girl. Like oh yeah, yeah. she doesn't. That's Kendra. I'm sorry, Kendra. Yeah. Um, very true. sorry. There's 15 different hot girls. <laughs> uh, but you could have a moment of instead of. Like alternate Barry killing Iris yeah. and then sending him down this path because you don't need another time travel story. Like just make him a duplicate and make it deal with the multiverse because that was actually a really fun concept that they really did never dove into yeah. besides pulling characters out of the multiverse like Gypsy and yeah. HR and Harry. What if you had him find a way of making himself immortal where he does exist in every moment, which was an idea they brought up in the finale, yeah. so that he's like, this is how much better I am than you. Yeah. It's it's a competition of like, I have no idea why in that moment I had to sacrifice myself and you didn't. Like, yeah. why? So what if the flash forward, like, we need to stop this murder from happening, is Barry. Is Barry dying? Is, is, we see Savitar in the future murder Barry. Here's, I, I just realized why that wouldn't work. Because it wouldn't happen. Anybody watching the show would be like, you're not going to kill off the main character. No, That's why not. it was our Iris as opposed to Barry. But you could get a really cool moment at the end when Barry gets sucked into the prison. You could pull a fringe season three where they do a switch with the evil doppelganger. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the season, you could have a moment where you have like this evil Barry going around. And that's how you pull off That's how you pull off the story that they pulled this from in New 52 where the future Barry comes back and tries to kill Barry. Yeah. Um, and he takes his place for a while and he goes around starting to kill people that in the future commit crimes. Like he kills a kid that like hacks and steals naked women's photos and yeah. sends them on the internet and he pulverizes his heart and you're like holy shit that's a little yeah that's, that's a, a little, little dark so you get a couple stories of like barry going over the top and you have to you actually get a, you get you get an arc where wally has shit to do this season where yeah. he's kind of the one that's figuring this out and he kind of goes to hr who's like the most of the outs like he's the most outside of everybody and he's like i think something's wrong okay here i i here I think I think we can assemble something pretty cool out yeah. of this. All right, so Flashpoint lasts two to five episodes, uh-huh. right? We have we have Doctor Alchemy, which is Julian. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we reveal that uh, we, we reveal we take. I'm going to uh, spoilers for the uh, Patreon bonus episode. If you want to know more about this idea, check that out. Uh-huh. Jason suggested because there's been versions of Doctor Alchemy that have split personality. He was like, let's make that literal, but one of them's from Flashpoint. Like somehow he survived Flashpoint. Uh-huh. So there's two versions of Julian. So Doctor Alchemy is the Flashpoint Julian working for Savitar. Who's Savitar? It's it's uh, stopping Zoom. Uh, it's the one the time, time remnant that he used to stop Zoom that did what you... He's been stuck on the Speed Force. Seeing all the stupid decisions Barry's making, he's like, fuck this, I can do this better. He saves... Either he saves alternate Julian from Flashpoint or he finds alternate Julian from Flashpoint. It's like, hey, you and me, man. You bring people from Flashpoint because fuck Barry in that decision. And then we don't save the the evil Barry reveal till like three episodes before the end. We do it like either right before we go to the mid-season break or right after. Mm-hmm. And you 
like two thirds of the way through the back half of the season, Barry's acting real weird, and we're like, "What the fuck?" And that's so you have like five episodes of Barry being evil and Good Barry being in that Speed Force prison uh-huh. and watching everything happen, and, and watching everything happen, and then we kind of like play out our end game, and then I would change the instead of having the big oh goodbye for some reason in the in an instant Barry's like oh shit I got to go back to the Speed Force prison. It's as opposed to like everybody gets a chance to say goodbye. It's like I don't. It's it just happens. It uh-huh. has to happen. It happens, and and maybe and maybe as he's fighting, maybe as he's fighting Savitar. Remember how the um, uh, time remnant Barry got like dissolved? Yeah. Classic Barry's like I'm out, and he's and and you basically do a riff on how he died in Crisis, Crisis of Infinite Earths. What if while like we get the reverse and Barry like our Barry is sucking the Speed Force, watching everything? Yeah. You could ha- also have another story point of like. You see how much, like, alternate or remnant Barry sees how much he's fucking up. And because he can see all of Barry's life, he can see a little bit of the future. Yeah. So you get that storyline. Yeah. But you're like, you have no idea what the fuck's coming. And, like, you, I can't let you, I can't let you fuck up again. Like, yeah. I, I've seen what you've done. And because I've gone through time and, like, and basically created this legend of myself, like, I'm capable of stopping what's coming, even though, you know, he's going to go too far. Yeah. Um, and and then, then when Barry is, like, our Barry is sent into the Speed Force, he gets some glimpses of, like, what's going to happen. Kind of like in season one when he ran through the Speed Force and saw like his future yeah, yeah, yeah. or possibilities. When he comes back, instead of going off to the prison or whatever the fuck, you're basically like, we have to, instead of like the back half of the season was preparing for the future, let's tease that as what's going to happen next. And you're like, DeVoe is coming. Or yeah. or uh, it's Clifford DeVoe. I looked up his name. Yeah, yeah. Like the thinker's the thinker. coming. Or you're like, the rogues are going to get organized. Or like Captain Cold's actually back. Like yeah. there's like, shit's actually really bad. And yeah. we need to like prepare for it. And that's how you lead into season four. Like you see Barry stopping a bunch of crimes when they're happening. Because uh, he's he's seen them, yeah. but at a certain point he doesn't know them anymore. He's just like I know. Especially since big... he's changed stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, it's so it's like, like he knows that one big thing is going to happen, and yeah. he's like, I don't know how to prepare for it. So that's how you get this storyline. You get more out of, you get more mileage out of the stopping something happening in the future. Now, speaking of the future, I would like to jump into speculation for season four. Yeah. However, before we do that, it's very. It, you, some of you are probably sitting there listening, like, man, this all this shit is way better in Flash season three or BVS. That may be your fin- opinion. You may be like, this is way better. To be fair. We have a thing that already exists, and yeah. we have had time to see that thing, see what didn't work, go back, be like, hey, what could you have done differently, which is not a luxury you have when you're having to come up with it from scratch, yeah, <laughs> and not necessarily completely from scratch in the comic book, because but, they're, basically. You're stealing, but basically from scratch, and you have deadlines to make shows, and then you have to worry about production budgets, and you have to worry about all of these things, mm-hmm. so just remember all the tremendous amount of creative, talented people, and the pressure they're under, and the amount of work that goes into these things, when you're like, oh, this bullshit, these two guys are just spitting out is way better, like... Yeah, no, 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 because yeah. we, uh, I think I love the Flash finale more than a lot of people, no. I, I think... Why? How do you think in, that is? In, and I think sometimes I flip it with Supergirl of being like my favorites were Arrow, Legends, Flash, and then Supergirl, uh, which you can find out why when we uh, in our bonus episode. But um, I, I just think these could be some fun story elements. Does that mean? Does that mean it's easier? No, yeah. probably not. Like it's probably <laughs> yeah. way more difficult. And just, also, we're just giving like the barest cliff notes. We haven't figured out how episodes it, would work. Any, any of, of that other stuff. Yeah. It just I think it'd be I think it'd be a fun way to close the loop with the time remnant and that yeah. way we can connect with it also you get rid of a lot of the time travel 
garbage. Yeah. yeah, it just was a single gobbledygook, but I knew I was going to sl- uh, slur it. <laughs> um, but all that garbage where you're just like, well, technically, since it's Flashpoint and he killed him, then Iris never dies and all of them, and Cybertron never exists and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah. that's... I like it. I like the stuff. I like your multiverse. suggestions. I like the idea yeah. of him being stuck in there. I like the idea of him switch. I think that's a great idea if they switch for a few episodes because one of the things that bothered me in the season was how long they stretched out that stupid reveal. You know what would be cool too? You would get more mileage out of the face switch Rue tech from HR. But at this point, we don't even need it. Oh, but maybe if he had a scar or something. But like, yeah. you know, like maybe he got fucked oh, up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If yeah. he had the scar, that way you could like uh, hide it. But yes, you're right. We don't need it because he's not killing Iris. Iris. But, um, but you could bring that, if you needed to bring that back for whatever reason, uh, maybe he knows it's one of those stupid, like, if Iris lives, then da 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 And a hundred years later, this person dies. So I need to kill Iris now. You know what I mean? That sort of crazy thinking. You could, and I don't know if this has the bigger, a bigger payoff. I don't think it does, but what if Killer Frost is the person that could be the one that's going to be killed? Like, Barry, like, alternate remnant Barry seen that, like, Killer Frost goes fucking berserk and starts killing people. That be great because then if Barry sees the future he's like the what he sees is he kills Caitlyn yeah so all he knows is oh shit Savitar kills Caitlyn Mm -hmm. and what he doesn't know is he's trying to stop Killer Frost from something and then Killer Frost could be the big bad big bad of season four yeah like he organizes the rogues see could be fun. This or, is fun. This yeah. is this is it's it's fun. fun speculating. Yeah. Again, speculate with us. Actually, go on Twitter and be like, I, do yes. you like these ideas or do you have some more fun ideas? Because also, when new stuff comes out, yeah. like when American Gods finishes, because I think we're we just we're about to have our fifth episode, yep, 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 yep. or by the time this comes out, fifth has already happened. Um, so we're we only have three more. Yeah. Right? It's eight episodes. Um, we can start speculating like, where the fuck are we gonna go? Like, what other gods can we see or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah. Like, we can have some fun with this. Also, we're gonna be getting like ninety superhero movies over the next like yes. three months, so we can speculate. And we can also go back to like, hey, what, how, what is a different type of X Men trilogy they could have done? Because you know they, we have the two trilogies. You know what yeah. I mean? What's a different one? Uh, what stuff like that? Uh, we could even speculate about movies that aren't like how how if you said, hey, Tom Hardy, Ruben Fleischer, Venom movie connected to Spider Man Homecoming. Like uh, we could do fun stuff like that. So tweet us at Only Stupid Answers. Take yank out the bells from stupid stars. And you're in the middle of beyond. Uh, but real quick, mm-hmm. I want to know your thought. We've got some tweets about speculation for season four. Yes, and we have and hints of who possibly the big bad's going to be. Yeah, possibly in some future season. We're presuming season four. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go through some of these tweets, and then I'd like I have I have a thought on what you could do, what I'd like to see, mm-hmm. and I'd like to hear your thoughts, Sam. Uh, Michael at Skull Mike. Uh, I'd like to see Barry come back, uh, a well-adjusted individual, also faster, way faster, Savitar in a suit level fast. Uh, this is another fun one. Robert E. Westside at 8-Bit Vinyl. I would like to see Barry with a new ally only discover mid-season that he's actually been the villain the whole time. <gasps> oh, oh, Robert's got jokes. <laughs> oh, he's got a few jokes. We also got a tweet here from Remy. Uh, so, yo, ye- I'm sorry, at Game kid mad city i really want the storm at the end to be the speed force storm now if you guys don't know in joshua williamson uh i like him i like his writing i did birthright over at skybound um he's writing the flash right now and he created the speed force storm this basically the secret organization found a way to tap into the speed force and they released this giant lightning storm that gave at least like 70 people speedster powers and it was it was a really cool moment where you got to see barry be a teacher and like actually like train people like he my favorite scene is he goes to this girl's house and she's just vibrating constantly and she's talking like in hyperspeed you know yeah. and he's like okay this happened to me and I'm going to show you what you need to do and it's this really tender moment where he's like just grab my hand and he's like focus on something that you love and like talk to me about it and like she's talking faster and she starts to get like slow down 
and focus. And it's like, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. And it's just, it's really sweet. It's a really sweet Barry moment. And you get a lot of like, you can get a lot of mileage out of like him being a teacher because we yeah. didn't get any of that. We just saw him being a dick to Wally this season. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. would like him to be like a mentor. Uh, we also, we got a lot of people saying, oh, Speedstorm. Oh, Godspeed, 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 Godspeed. Yes, it's if like, you didn't read uh, Flash, uh, just let me know, just so you know, they introduced a new character at the start of this arc and you're like don't worry it's been Barry's friend for years and you're like never seen him before never heard of him no. and he's definitely Godspeed because he got Speedster Powers too and you're like that's yeah. stupid and it's, it's, it's also like uh, I do not need if, if they do another fucking Speedster as the antagonist or God forbid a whole bunch of Speedsters I'm done <laughs> I'm done man like I can't do with more speed. I can't deal with more Speedsters the only Speedster I want to see is Impulse Impulse would be great. That's it. Uh huh. And give us give give it a break. Yeah. Give us a year. Give us one year at least. Yeah. And then you can get into inertia if you want to, because inertia can be a inertia lot of fun. Is fun. And it would be fun to see antagonists uh, for others, like for Kid Flash and Impulse and stuff like that. Yeah, because they got a lot. There's yeah. like there's a lot of other people that they could play around. Here's with. just a couple other ones. El Hispano Pequeño. Uh, I want a five-year jump with Wally as Flash and Ollie alone, which gives two more years or seasons until uh, the newspaper in, is the present, uh-huh. the newspaper they look at. But hey, man, Flash is going to be on for 10 years. They'll get to that newspaper. They will, and they'll don't, make their way don't, there. Don't rush through it. <laughs> uh, Steven Coronado, I want Bart Allen and Pulse. Yes, please. I want that, too. Also want to actually have a good storyline and get a better suit. A lot of people shit on Wally's suit. I think it's better than Barry's. It is better than Barry's okay, suit. Okay, I'm glad yeah, I'm not also, alone I like that in that. I like he's growing out his hair, too. Yeah, I like really that. Cool. It adds a lot to it. Yeah, he looks... And they got one of the weird neck thing. It's fine. It's better than Barry's. Yeah, uh, the the mask is solid. Like, it makes yeah, sense for it his face. He doesn't have the, the dome head thing, it man. Have the it dome. Just, it's just, he's got cool listen, arrows on the side. His uh, Also, wall, I think Kid Flash's uh, lightning is really cool. I think the lightning's really cool. Also, like, steal, steal from Flash in the movies and from Captain America and give Barry a helmet, man. Like, it just works better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, James uh, Cav... Uh-uh. Sorry. James Cavcac? Cavac. Sorry, we're yeah, sorry. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> uh, hoping the four-part crossover is Heroes versus Suicide Squad. Maybe pick up uh, some beats from Rebirth JL versus Suicide Squad. Although I don't know. I mean, they, we, they've gone through a lot of trouble to kill off a lot of Suicide Squad they, characters. They, and they te- they they did say Suicide Squad they in did. the heist episode, but guys, they also teased Cheetah, and I don't think we're going to see her. Oh, in anything. No, I don't need. I, I don't think a TV Cheetah is going to look very good because it needs to be a person. Yeah, I mean, Killer Shark. I mean, King Shark and yeah. Grodd do look good, but it's like. I, I think Cheetah might be a little tougher because she's because a lot she's, faster she's, than And them. she's a lot faster and she's more humanoid. Yeah. Anyway. But hey, not to be negative. Uh, I think you should take this last one. Uh-huh. What do we got? Jake uh, Sarmazian at Jay Sarmazian. I want to see Kite Man. Hell yeah. Man, <laughs> I bet Tom King has Kite Man wrapped up tight. They, that <laughs> bit of Kite Man is amazing. I think my favorite scene is he's flying into a penthouse in Gotham he collapses his kite onto his uh-huh. back he in by doing that he lands in the penthouse runs through the window grabs like necklaces off of people and then jumps out the next window in front of him and he pops his kite again he says kite man hell yeah and immediately gets stopped by Gotham girl like immediately <laughs> yeah. that's amazing yeah uh, it'd be cool to see him in Arrow I feel like the Arrow people would have a lot of yeah. fun with him just pin him down with an arrow just have him like do circles in the air You're right okay so Speculation. Uh, speculation for season four. I got a. I got an arc for you. Of Here we how go. I would like, and this is just bare bones, mm-hmm. right? Do Devoe the thinker. He decides. Listen, rogues. 
if you organized, there's no way Flash could stop us. So he uses his tremendous thinking ability mm-hmm. to create plans that are just way ahead of the curve. He organizes the remaining rogues into a unit, into a team. Uh, and so the whole first half of the season is Flash is is the first like five episodes is like Wally as Flash trying to outthink the thinker and mm-hmm. deal with all of Barry's rogues working in unison and like how do I stop this? Uh, Barry gets brought back. I mean, it's I I would you know what honestly I'd keep it as a reveal for like the mid season finale. That's not going to happen. At no. best, it'll be five episodes in. Uh-huh. Like if we do five episodes without Grant Gustin, like that's ballsy, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so uh, that's what happens. Five episodes in, they're able to bring Barry back. Oh shit! The thinkers like, don't worry. This is this is a challenge, but I'm the thinker, so mm. I've got a plan. He figures out a way to pull cold from time mm. and and bring cold part of the rogues but cold's like fuck you and creates his own faction of rogues so the back half of the season is rogue war like two factions of warring r- rogues cold heat wave and probably maybe golden glider glider can be on the other team that way it's like yeah you get like something some like that think, oh stuff. wait she was she was put on frequency which is not a thing anymore so we can have her back, can have her back. sorry um, frequency <laughs> yeah and sorry for uh loved having nissa back in arrow sorry training day for losing your star sorry <laughs> uh but um so that's my uh focusing on the rogues mm-hmm. focusing on a villain that doesn't have speed powers no, but it's just so smart and is able to like you could create a trap where like Wally rushes into a room and it's it, there's a trap that sucks all the inertia so he's literally stuck in time uh-huh. you know try stuff like that mm-hmm. no get, get into the weird sci-fi traps yeah. because like you have a cold gun that's nearly absolute zero and then you have a heat gun that's it's fire, man. Yeah. Don't, don't pretend it's, it's the opposite. It's a flamethrower. Uh, it's not really, yeah. yeah. And even in Legends of Tomorrow, when they like blast people, it just pushes them back. It's yeah. not like freezing them. Yeah. It's never like doing what the gun is supposed to do ever. Yeah. No one gets burned in yeah. Legends of Tomorrow, um, which is funny. But no, I like the idea that Thinker can think faster than Barry can move. Like, and yeah, like, that's yeah, yeah. And that's something. Like he can um, he can have a oh in Jeff Johns' run. It's not the Thinker doing it, but the they have this when new they're character. In the mirror world. Oh no, it's in. It, sorry, not to, I won't spoil anything. But basically, there's a character that like gets some rogues together, and like which happens in a lot of things. Yeah, but, yeah. but I, if you want, if if you read Jeff Johns' run, the Thinker shows up within the first arc. Yes, he does. Yeah. And um, sort of, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think actually it happened in Rebirth too. That like I would be really cool to see uh, rogues pulling off heists faster than Wally can move. It's like yeah. that. The ha- the only way you can do it is you organize it. Like you have Mirror Master doing something where he can teleport away really fast like yeah. faster than Barry can move uh, or Wally it would be Wally so that we'd have a reason to go get Barry so you yeah. can be in two places at once um, also with the rogues uh, that that way you can have them all getting like gigs done or hits done yeah. at the same time but how do you get it going for like a whole like a whole front half of the season like that's the part that could be confusing like uh, how do you get mileage out of DeVoe for an entire an entire well I mean I think it would be the same issue as with the speedsters because it's the reverse like it would be it would be like a heist of the week like whatever DeVoe's master plan is Uh that week you know do we have to go to super sci-fi and have DeVoe or like the thinker be like an AI program that the CCPD is like implementing to like get crime done faster or some shit and then interesting what if it was an AI program that like uh, the Vos the guy that invented it and then he kind of like co-ops it and becomes what if um, 
interesting. What if they have a the NAI that they're using to kind of like pick up the slack without Barry? Because mm. we, we for a minute there we had two speedsters and things were going nice. You yeah, know what I mean? sometimes <laughs> three, sometimes four. Like yeah. it's nuts. <laughs> um, but uh, so they implement the AI and uh, Devoe is like the mousy worker, and he dies like four or five episodes in and downloads his intelligence into the AI. And so now he's everywhere. That's actually kind of fucking cool. You could do that. And that way, maybe you could have also some mind control elements in there where like Devoe, I feel like does that sometimes where you can kind of take control of like Barry or Wally or one of the rogues, but you could have him take over one of the speedsters as a way of like, kind of like you can have a speedster villain, but it's one of your teammates. That way you don't need to introduce anybody new. And it's like, it's something really difficult. Like you, this, you don't know how to stop this. You don't, there's no way that, cause they can outthink you. And now they have someone who can outrun you. Okay. So, Odds are that storm at the end with the speed force and everything is supposed to be the speed storm, right? It's probably going to be. Is there a way, without having speedster villains, for the love of God, please, uh, that Thinker could utilize a bunch of people with the speed force? I think he could use it as a way, because Thinker always wants to be able to think more. He wants to be able to like have the ultimate amount of processing power. So he, yeah. o- he usually goes to like the Flash, based on Wikipedia, he usually goes <laughs> to the Flash to like kind of like download himself into the Flash's brain so he can think even faster. Like, uh, Interesting. What do you call that when computers, you ramp them up? You uh, That is something yeah. I would like to... Um, uh, I don't know. That's why I'm not answering your question. Okay. Overclock. Uh, overclock. Overclock the yeah. computer. It would be interesting to see somebody. Uh, this is something they flirted with, but they've never done to. Somebody that gets power from the speed force that is not speed related. Mm-hmm. Like somehow he's able to access the speed force to, to just think faster. Ooh, what if Barry comes back and Wally has like implemented him? Like he's like tried to be like more public about who he is. Like he, yeah, like, cause... like he, and basically there's one story from the new 52 where Barry runs on the treadmill and then one scientist basically bottles the speed force and uses it to run the trains and runs the power. Like everything is self-sufficient yeah. based on the speed force. So thinker could then tap into that and it won't be enough. He's like, I need to get it from the source so he could use one of the speedsters as like a human battery of like yeah, like yeah. making him think more and also maybe he could use it as a way to try to stop crime uh before the flash can he's like no i'll just predict it yeah. he's like i have enough i have i can think faster than you can move like i can figure out what's going to happen next you never do that which could be a fun way of introducing one of barry's powers from the new 52 which is speed thinking where he like basically it's one of my favorite francis manipool like like yeah. stills where like he has like a, like a million thoughts happening at once because and it's only happening in a second yeah like uh, or like a fraction of a second because Barry has the time to do that. That way it would be Barry not trying to outrun someone. He's just trying to outthink them. He's like, yeah. how many possibilities can we get? And that way it would be a fun way of imp- implementing like Jesse and Jay and uh, like maybe grab another speed. Impulse I definitely too. want it to be. I de- <coughs> oh, that's how you get impulse because impulse is from the future. And yeah. you can use a future storyline of like devote can maybe predict a little bit into the future. But impulse has lived it. Yeah, so yeah. like you could use it as a way of trying to stop something. Uh, that DeVoe's going to do. You know, another interesting that you could do is maybe um, uh, Bart comes back because now that we've dealt with Savitar, like DeVoe, what if, what if Bart comes back from a totalitarian future where the thinker is everything? Everything. Yeah, he's got ultimate control, over, like 1984 type, like totalitarian regime. That's a fun one. Yeah, so he comes back because now we've dealt with Savitar. So maybe without Savitar around, Thinker is able to become like you could even do like a Age of Apocalypse, like Days of Future Past type thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Interesting. Uh-huh. And so, maybe they use speedsters like like gerbils or whatever. Like they run on like hamster wheels and they like power everything. He power powers everything. His, like, he That's powers interesting. His, like, thought and everything. So what if? Um, uh, so maybe maybe first half of the season, a bunch of. <sighs> 
fucking want to do a bunch of speedsters. I just don't want to do it. Because uh, it would be interesting if maybe there was a bunch of speedsters and DeVoe is working on a way to for the um, CPD, CCPD to like deal with them, stop them, whatever, and they fuck up his shit. So he's like against speedsters. Uh-huh. And so that kind of sets up back half of season two uh, and him using computer stuff to think way faster than any speedster and maybe he starts experimenting with the rogues like he doesn't see the rogues as his team but as like parts of his experiment like this whole thing is an experiment Ooh. maybe maybe that that would be interesting motivation for a villain i don't want to rule anything i don't want a lot of money i just want to know more yeah and so you guys are lab rats to me yeah and maybe he could act like an oracle type like giving them info on their like cell phones of like yeah you can do a hit now if you hit it right now yeah. and do these things the flash can't make it in time like yeah, you can yeah. get away and you'll get everything you want like and he's like, let's just see. And then you can see because he starts fucking over the rogues because again he doesn't care about them. So the Flash and the rogues unite at the end to stop him. Like that's the, the finale is, is the is Flash teaming up with the rogues. And if you to had like him. your speedsters from the speedster storm, like you basically like thinker can maybe mind control like nine speedsters or a couple speedsters and you're like well shit can the rogues take on like three flashes at once that I might would, be tough I would uh, I would have the speedster stuff resolved by the mid-season finale or maybe like a revisit near the end of the season is like because you know, they, they round stuff out and they bring yeah. people, they bring things back and so like you brought Flashpoint back because Barry fucked up and then he went into the Speed Force storm and whatever whatever happened yeah um, I don't even know how the, I still want, I, that's the one thing we haven't figured out is wh- we haven't even talked about like what what is the reasoning behind how they get Barry back how do they explain the stuff. prison gobbledygook Vi- and all that. yeah i don't i don't know i would also take the team down to be who's the new girl i asked this when we tracy her. tracy basically tracy vibe wally that's star labs team flash and like that's harry it. i mean harry's there i you know what i'd have him be a recurring i'd have him be like john barman uh-huh. where he just shows up like five episodes out of a season and so he's still around, but he's not like a regular. But and I then love you, I, I love him too, but like there's not a lot for him to do anymore. And then have Joe Iris be doing a reporter stuff um, and give her some good reporter stuff stories. And then have Joe do his cop stuff and give him good cop stories. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of options. But guys, we could do this for hours, yes. but we are going over. And. Um, we appreciate you guys tuning in and letting us uh, just nerd out and yeah. like, just talk about stuff. Because I think that's one of the fun parts about being in this, like, uh, being fans of superhero culture. Because there's, after 60 years, there's only, like, there's going to be a million different variations of stories. Yep. And it's fun when we get to play around with them, too. Because exactly. usually the people that, like, go home and, like, they read a comic, they're like, well, what if we did it this way? And they write their own, like, mini 50-issue mini. That's not yeah. 50. Um, like, an eight-issue arc for Superman. Sometimes they can go and pitch it and actually make it. Like, yeah. it's fun to just So, basically, Play what around. we're trying to say is this is our fan fiction. This is our fan fiction. Yeah. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. Only stupid fan fiction. Yeah. But guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been a lot of fun. We're going to like maybe sprinkle in a couple other what ifs. If you guys have suggestions yeah, for us, hit us do. up on all of our social media. Only Stupid Answers on Twitter. Take out the vowels from stupid. Uh, only Stupid Answers on Instagram. You can find photos of us there. And Facebook. You can find info there. But also reddit.com slash r slash Only Stupid Answers. But you can find all this info at OnlyStupidAnswers.com. Calm. And yeah. as all of our the places you can listen to us, but also maybe check out our Patreon because we've been talking about that bonus episode all week. Yeah. And 
we might be rolling out some new stuff for the Patreon. Yeah, very we do. Soon. We've got some interview stuff that is really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping you guys are re- really dig it. Oh, I'm really a fan of it. Maybe new tiers or maybe new things. Oh for yeah, tiers. I'm we're just saying. We're don't want to say what. Yeah, because we're figuring out some pretty epic stuff that we could pull yeah. off. I think you guys would be maybe all about it. Like a big project of some kind. Maybe, <gasps> but nothing specific because yeah. we actually haven't talked about it fully yet. But yeah. uh, but there's some fun stuff. So go check it out. Patreon.com/slash Only Stupid Answers. DJ Little Plug uh, at DJ Talks Trash. Every place that matters. I just did a video on my channel talking about what I think about the Tom Hardy Venom movie and also updates for my comics. You guys have been talking about that. Uh, it's at the printers. It's it's coming in. Um, I should be uh, shipping those out in Ju- June. Um, June. June. I know that's a little later than uh, was originally planned, but um, we raised enough money to do a uh, short six page. Oh, it was, it was actually the way I was only planning on doing a four page black and white digital only comic, but we raised enough. Then all it is now a six page full color comic that's printed with the main 36 page story. So you're getting a better package. So that's why it's taking a little bit longer because I wanted to give you guys something a little extra special, but soon it is coming soon. And then I'm going to do the, I, I really want the people, I, I want you to read it as the physical copy before the digital. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to wait till that ships to send out the digital stuff, but I've got the pins. I've got the postcards. Um, I've got the prints, um, all the little extra stuff. So once those comics get, comics get out, I'm going to sign them. Uh, we're going to pack them up and we're going to send them your way. Very cool. And you can find me, Sam Basher, on everything that matters. I just launched my first wave of merch. Yeah, at, didn't you like immediately sell out? Yes, I did. And yeah. that was very cool. It's very limited. It's sambasher.bigcartel, C-A-R-T-E-L.com. Very good. Um, it's because the site is very cheap for me to use. Yeah. But uh, they're very uh, they're very helpful. The site's very intuitive. I'm about to release another another design in, I think, two weeks. I have a pop possible trip coming up so i'm like it's I'm trying to juggle all this stuff yeah but if you guys did order you're a busy boy busy boy uh just want to make sure you guys know if you did order um uh the order should start going out next week but i did say it's gonna probably take two weeks for them to be shipped and then when they get to you that's gonna take a while because a lot of you were international so yeah, that's going we love you international fans by the way you guys are beautiful also yeah. we've been talking about maybe doing live shows just <gasps> so keep, keep your for the, i mean for other stuff, yeah. For other, don't yeah, want to yeah. say, don't want to spoil anything. And also, I, depending on more locally, we not a, yeah. <laughs> we're not going to like Australia or anything, yeah. but that would be cool. We could, uh huh. Um, but we anyways, need a little more money in our Patreon to uh, make that happen. But hey, one day. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, really quick, someone did ask uh, the strange Eli on Snapchat said, "Could you say hey Eli on an episode of Only Stupid Answers?" And then they said to throw my mon- their money at the podcast anyway of my choosing. The Patreon, please. Yeah. <laughs> and but uh, hey, Eli, and also guys, if you want us to say funny stuff, maybe let us know and yeah. on like social media, and we'll then see what happens. I'll see if I can remember to see it because yeah. I just happened to remember it at the end of this episode. Yeah. But anyways, final thoughts. Anything you want to say? Bye bye. Bye bye. Love you, smoochies. <laughs>